Welcome to the Word and Prayer Daily with Pastor Jared Kirk. Second Peter three ten through thirteen. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar, the elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire, and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwells. Well, if you woke up today wondering how the world was going to end, it's your lucky day because Peter's talking about it today. He talks about the day of the Lord, and he, he reaffirms here much of what Jesus himself said. And isn't that so cool that when you read this letter from Second Peter, you're just reminded that this is the same Peter who followed Jesus around and heard Jesus teach over and over again about the coming of the Lord, the day of the Lord, and what that would be like. He says it will come like a thief, that you're not going to expect it exactly. That was one of those teachings of Jesus that no one's going to know the exact day or the exact time of the coming, so you can save your breath trying to guess the date or pick a date on a calendar. In fact, one of those marks of cults throughout the ages is that they almost always picked dates to sit around and wait for Jesus to come back. That actually happened with the Jehovah's Witness a couple times. If you're wondering about it, you can just look it up on Wikipedia. But Jesus says, you won't know the date, but there are some signs that accompany it. But when it actually happens, it comes like a thief. He says there's going to be this cataclysmic difference, right? That there's this discontinuity that happens when the world ends, that the heavens disappear and the elements are destroyed by fire. There was some thinking about the end times that happened about 120 years ago that really what was going to happen is that the church was going to perfect this world and then Christ would return. But in the New Testament, man, we just see a cataclysmic ending to this world, that there is a great discontinuity in it. And in the end, he says, um, but we're looking forward to a new heavens and a new earth. So yes, this world is going to be destroyed, but also there's resurrection that's coming. And isn't that a beautiful promise, right? If you get too caught up in the destruction of this world, you start to think that bodies don't matter and buildings don't matter and nothing physical ever matters, that it's only spiritual that matters. But but the truth is that God has made us embodied, that God made our bodies and God made this world. And so he does care about those things as well. And so while there's a great discontinuity to the future world, there's also great continuity. And the things we do in this life, the things we do in our bodies, the things we do for the Lord, they matter in the next life. The things you do in your body, they shape your rewards and responsibilities in the next life. And that's the promise of resurrection. But in the meantime, and today is the meantime, what kind of people ought you to be? Verse 11, you ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. We live as set-apart 
people. <laughs> we, we are God's people. We live in purity. We live in sexual purity. We live in financial integrity. We live above reproach. We live with a witness for Christ. We, we try to present a, a picture of Jesus to the world with our lives. That, that's holiness. That's godliness. That's righteousness. And that's how we live in the meantime. And we look forward to that day. I mentioned in, in previous days that when I was a young man, I, I was kind of hoping that Jesus wouldn't come back until I had experienced a little bit more of life. But now that I have experienced a little bit more of life and some of the hurt and pain and disappointment that comes with that, I really long for Jesus to come back. And the truth is, we all ought to long for that. Because the new heavens and the new earth are a place of such unimaginable joy when you get to be with Jesus forever. When God purifies this world and rips the sin right out of it, rips the sin nature right out of us, can you imagine how much joy there would be in your life if you never gave in to temptation? No more guilt, no more shame, no more fighting that battle of purity. You've just been delivered from it. You've been saved once and for all by Jesus. That'd be such a great day. Can you imagine how much joy there would be in your relationships with your family if no one ever sinned? I mean, how much more would you enjoy marriage if no one ever sinned? How much more would you enjoy your relationship with your kids if they never sinned again? That's almost unconscionable, but that's what God says is coming. And so we look forward to that day as we live holy and godly lives. Today, as we pray, let's ask God to increase our desire for that day, to teach us to long for that day the way the Apostle Peter does. Let's take a moment and do that now. Heavenly Father, teach us to long for the new heavens and the new earth. Teach us to put our future hope in Jesus above everything else. Teach us to want that day when there's no more remaining sin in us. Teach us to long for that day when Jesus has that ultimate victory over Satan's sin and death. Teach us to long for that day when this world and all of its corrupt desires pass away, but there's a new heavens and a new earth, one that's characterized by purity, one where the creation perfectly obeys you and glorifies you, one where we walk in righteousness with you. God, teach us to long for that day. 
God, forgive us for often just forgetting and living so consumed with today that we forget about that day. Increase our desire to be with you forever. Increase our desire to worship Jesus. Increase our desire to praise your name with the saints throughout all of history. God, increase our desire for you. Make us want you more so that we can live holy and godly lives now while we long for that day. In Jesus' name, amen. If this content is helpful to you, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. To help get the word to even more people, please leave a review and a five-star rating. God bless and have an amazing day.